Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of his kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. The Word of God is what protects us against deception and delusion. In the world we now live in, finding truth is something you have to seek after with all of your heart because there are so many lies being pushed and promoted through the mainstream media. We must love truth and seek after truth. Truth is a person, and that person is Yeshua. We are warned about a strong, deluding spirit that will be present in the end days, as it is written in 2 Thessalonians 2, 9-12. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion, that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness." Beloved, I believe we are rapidly approaching the end days, so guard your mind and your heart by staying in the Word and staying close to Yeshua. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Yitro, and it means Jethro. Exodus 19, 7-19 So Moses returned from the mountain and called together the elders of the people and told them everything the Lord had commanded him. And all the people responded together, We will do everything the Lord has commanded. So Moses brought the people's answer back to the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will come to you in a thick cloud, Moses, so the people themselves can hear me when I speak with you. Then they will always trust you. Moses told the Lord what the people had said. Then the Lord told Moses, Go down and prepare the people for my arrival. Consecrate them today and tomorrow and have them wash their clothing. Be sure they are ready on the third day, for on that day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai as all the people watch. Mark off a boundary all around the mountain. Warn the people, Be careful. Do not go up on the mountain or even touch its borders. Anyone who touches the mountain will certainly be put to death. No hand may touch the person or animal that crosses the boundary. 
Instead, stone them or shoot them with arrows. They must be put to death. However, when the ram's horn sounds a long blast, then the people may go up on the mountain. So Moses went down to the people. He consecrated them for worship, and they washed their clothes. He told them, Get ready for the third day, and until then abstain from having sexual intercourse. On the morning of the third day, thunder roared and lightning flashed, and a dense cloud came down on the mountain. There was a long, loud blast from a ram's horn, and all the people trembled. Moses led them out from the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. All of Mount Sinai was covered with smoke, because the Lord had descended on it in the form of fire. The smoke billowed into the sky like smoke from a brick kiln, and the whole mountain shook violently. As the blast of the ram's horn grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God thundered his reply. Matthew 13, 24-46 Here is another story Yeshua told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat, and then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds, they asked. No, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and to put the wheat in the barn. Here is another illustration Yeshua used. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed planted in a field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of garden plants. It grows into a tree, and birds come and make nests in its branches. Yeshua also used this illustration. The kingdom of heaven is like a yeast a woman used in making bread, even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour. It permeated every part of the dough. Yeshua always used stories and illustrations like these when speaking to the crowds. In fact, he never spoke to them without using such parables. This fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet. I will speak to you in parables. I will explain things hidden since the creation of the world. Then, leaving the crowds outside, Yeshua went into the house. His disciples said, Please explain to us the story of the weeds in the field. Yeshua replied, The Son of Man is the farmer who plants the good seed. The field is the world, and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the harvesters are the angels. Just as the weeds are sorted out and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will remove from his kingdom 
everything that causes sin and all who do evil. And the angels will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their Father's kingdom. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. Psalm 18, 1-15 I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise, and he saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. But in my distress I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundations of the mountains shook. They quaked because of his anger. Smoke poured from his nostrils. Fierce flames leaped from his mouth. Glowing coals blazed forth from him. He opened the heavens and came down. Dark storm clouds were beneath his feet. Mounted on a mighty angelic being, he flew, soaring on the wings of the wind. He shrouded himself in darkness, veiling his approach with dark rain clouds. Thick clouds shielded the brightness around him and rained down hail and burning coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded amid the hail and burning coals. He shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. Great bolts of lightning flashed, and they were confused. Then at your command, O Lord, at the blast of your breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen, and the foundations of the earth were laid bare. Proverbs 4, 1-6 My children, listen when your father corrects you. Pay attention and learn good judgment, for I am giving you good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions, for I too was once my father's son tenderly loved as my mother's only child. My father taught me, take my words to heart, follow my commands and you will live. Get wisdom, develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. Love her, and she will guard you. I'd like to make a special announcement, and then I have something special to share with you today. We now have an alternative to Facebook. Please join Hebe Roots Social Network. Join this censorship-free social network, Hebraic Roots Social Network. You can make a comment 
or ask a question on the Daily Audio Torah reading for the day. This is a great way to interact with each other. Once you join the network, please join the group Daily Audio Torah and let's connect. The website is hebrootssocialnetwork.com. That's Hebe, H-E-B, Roots, R-O-O-T-S, socialnetwork.com. See you there. Now, the next thing I'd like to share with you is a special word from the Lord coming from Jim Staley of Passion for Truth Ministries. When I first heard this word, I didn't know who it was. I just listened to the message. And it really bore witness in my spirit with what he said. I really believe that what he shares is truly from the heart of God. So please listen to this special word from the Lord uh, given by Jim Staley on January the 12th of 2022. A word from the Lord that I received early this morning. Um, I was praying in the spirit for probably well over 30 minutes And after I finished, the Spirit made it very clear that I am to write down everything that I heard in the Spirit. So I'm a little shook up right now. I've never received a word from the Lord uh, of this magnitude and of this weight, and I feel like I'm shaking under its weight. So I'm just going to read this uh, as I heard it, and and I'm going to say no more. This is really hard. This is the moment of judgment among my people. The wilderness is over and the banks of the Jordan overflow in excitement for this day. The mixture in the heart and on the hands of my people shall be no more. Only those with clean hands and a pure heart shall pass. Only those that hold loosely to the sands of their past will be chosen. I have set apart a new generation to carry my ark and to carry out my will. I will wash the loose sand in the waters of crossing. I have put my hand up against all that is not purely of me, and no amount of human equity will bring to pass that which I have reserved for my chosen ones. The wilderness generation was filled with jealousy, deceit, wayward hearts, and their own agendas. They spent no time in the dark with me, and they cared little about keeping the law of the internal and eternal. Iniquity was found in them, and the way was blocked by my very hand. My holiness will not be sold or cheapened, and I will not be paraded on anything but the litter of my word. And all those that choose to do so will find the fate of Uzzah at their door. Now is the time, and today is the day of the new season." This is the season of flooding. The season will bring the paradox of flooding and dry land crossings. A tsunami is coming and will carry my chosen ones in the spirit across the banks of the Jordan into the first step of the promised land. Their hearts are already being circumcised and the sands of their flesh are being washed from them as they cross the dividing river that separates the way of the ten from the way of the two. You are living in the days of deja vu where things that were begun in the flesh shall be redone in the spirit. There will be a likeness of familiarity, but the mixture will be removed. The end result will be my original plan, and the fingerprints and man's signature quote power of attorney will no longer have authority over my will and my ways. 
and all those that refuse to repent and confess will be stripped naked before me and before men. The plagues of Egypt will track them down, and their treasure and their treasured calling shall pass to one who truly bears no other name but mine. The times are short, and my will is sure. The days of slumber are over, and Ephraim shall be awakened to the fields of his former glory. My temple is being cleaned, and the road of my spirit is being paved. In the Gilgal, my true name will be known. My heart shall be infused into Joshua and Caleb, and the power of their unity shall shake the foundations of the earth. The chosen ones from the desert have been inaugurated even now for a task to take back what was before mine and still is. The wheels beneath my throne are turning even now, and the eyes of my holy ones around me have opened wide in the desert to discern the hearts of men. Those who have called themselves my people are not all my people. The four faces shall discern, and the wings of my throne shall blow back all those that have chosen to bring to me an unholy sacrifice of their own praise. This is the moment where the scale of prayer is before men. This is the time when the true weight of the worth of men will be before me. All that is found lacking on that scale will be burned in the fire of my very presence, and all that is artificially placed there by the secret motivations of the heart will be removed, not only from the book of incense recordings, but removed from the book of remembrance of their very name. The time of empowerment has come, and the groaning of my chosen ones have been heard in the desert. No longer shall they be unequally yoked with those that know not my heart and know even less about my spirit or my true ways. The yoke is being broke at the boundary stones of the river, and my angel is being recommissioned to lead my bride into the very soul of my first step with them. They will take back what is rightfully theirs, what is rightfully mine. The musicians are being gathered, and the warriors that have been trained through the holy fire that flows from my throne are about to meet. Sweet smells of praise will once again be before me, and my presence and glory will once again be manifest before them. You are living in the days of deja vu, and once again my people shall see the walls of the fortress fall before them, but this time before the healing of their circumcision is even complete. Before the horn is blown and before the enemy realizes his demise, the walls will fall. The bones of Joseph shall unite, and the children of Rachel shall arise to sing praises in a temple not made by human hands. No more shall weeping be heard, and no more shall mocking be tolerated before me. My judgment is now, and my grace will find its line at the boundary stones within the river of separation. This shall be a sign for this generation. I will blast from my nostrils, and the river will be opened for my holy ones." No resistance is their anointing. Favor shall flow from my throne, and that which seems impossible will be their daily food. They will drink from my cup, and I will commission them with the anointing of Nehemiah. They will be sustained and even funded by unlikely sources as I transfer from one account to another while they are sleeping. All will see, but only those who have clean hands and a pure heart will actually eat from the grapes and drink from the new wine of my favor. News will travel far and wide that the giants are falling, but only my chosen ones will feel the shaking of the ground beneath their feet 
and the fire of my presence before them. The light of my flames will become more dim to those who chose to stay in the comfort of their own desert. They will retire into the sunset like they have retired the true power of my word. My, f- my love for them is great, but my favor is with my chosen ones who left the foreskins of their hearts on the hill at the crossing. These are the ones who truly understand the processional of my ways that encircle my throne. The memorial stones of Manasseh are calling out and his children are being moved into place. A new season has come and with that a flood of favor for all those that have ears to hear and eyes to, to see the seasons of my ways. That which can be shaken has been and will be shaken. That which remains will remain and will then be despised by those Excuse me. That which remains will remain and will then be carried under the wings of fire into battles already won. The walls of my city will be raised again, and my ways will be established among men, although they will be despised by those that can still see from the other side of the dividing river that flows from my throne. The echoes of dissension are waning, and the trumpet blast of my Holy One that leads my people is drowning out the frequency that has polluted my temple. These are the days of separation, circumcision, and the release of my favor. These are the days of my holy flood. These are the days that my holy ones will be drawn from the river and separated from their brothers. They will be raised by the royalty within my gates and empowered to lead armies unaware to them at the moment. This is the moment of salvation for my people and the songbird of spring has already begun to pierce the darkness of winter. Before he finishes his song, my people will have crossed into the first step of my favor. The scales of prayer are before me, and the hearts of those who call on my name are in the eyes of my fiery ones that minister before me. The river swells at my very thought for my beloved. Cross over, my beloved, for you are mine. Cross over in the midst of your brothers, For they know not the heart of my ways, and they will be left to build their own cities in the very sands of their own minds. The judgment starts now at the feet of those carrying the heart of my true covenant. The boundary stones are being laid at the feet, and the promise is secure. The children of Joshua and the daughters of Caleb are about to eat from the fruit of my land. Do not look back across the river from which I have taken you. For the heads of grain are before you even now. Harvest them and live in power. For manna was only for the weak-hearted. But you, my beloved, are not weak, but are strong in my spirit. The heart of David has been discovered in you. My natural will will be manifested in yours. And the manna generation will not recognize it as from me. You shall eat from the fruit of the land I have set before you because your faith has exceeded the need of manna and you did not need to see miracles to believe me. Your satisfaction was just in knowing I was with you all along. And so your centurion faith shall raise up the gates of the ancient of days in the land and all shall hear of the works I do before you. So humble yourselves and bow before the scales I have placed at the river's edge. For my judgment has begun, and the bridal gown of my beloved has already been taken to our chamber. And that's all I heard. 
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> 